In this episode, we talk about rejection. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, the show where in under 15 minutes, I share simple ideas you can use to improve your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and we need to talk about dealing with rejection because it's something that is not only really personal to me uh, currently and, and sort of the situation I've been in uh, over the last year, but I think it's something that a lot of us are feeling and dealing with, whether that's rejection from a job that we want or from a, a new career path or from a person that we like. Rejection can hurt, it can cut deep, it can feel personal even when it's not, and it can honestly do a lot of damage. However, it can also be a positive thing. It can also be the stepping stone to success. And so what I want to talk about in today's episode is both my experience dealing with rejection and my uh, uh, new sort of approach to, to looking at it. But then I also want to talk about what I think you can do to better handle rejection in your own life. And I think this is ultimately going to be a solid episode. So if you're listening to this right now, I encourage you to find the YouTube. The link is in the description. Head over to YouTube, watch the video. That way you can join the conversation, enter the comments. And while you're there, hit subscribe. And if you are watching this, you're already here, hit subscribe if you haven't already. It does so much to help this show get to new audiences. And I, I can't thank you enough for doing that. So let's talk about rejection. To do this, I want to start with sort of my own story with dealing with, uh, excuse me, rejection this year. So for the last year, I've been like literally since January, I've been trying to fundraise for a startup that I was working on. And it's been significantly more challenging than I ever thought it would be. I wanted to create something that actually solved a problem rather than just another course or another book or anything like that. Like those are fine. They're great. But you and I both know that your issue isn't that you don't know what to do. It's that you aren't doing it and you aren't doing it consistently. So I've been trying to build something that could help that. And I started doing the research for this back in 2020. Uh, some of you might remember that I created like a, a premium membership group and then I was pairing people with accountability partners um, and, and it, it worked. This accountability partner model worked. Okay, I'm going to build an app. I'm going to let people work together on their goals and support each other in that way. And so in 2020, I started teaching myself to code. And then 2021, I started building the app and that launched in this, uh, this past January as the app Upward. But the idea was really simple. You went in, you chose a habit you wanted to build. You could track your streaks. You could track completion. You could see a, a little bit of data as to how you were doing. Uh, but most importantly, you would pair with another person who was building that exact same habit and you'd work together for 21 days. You could chat inside the app, you could see each other's status for that day and so on and so forth. The app gained, I believe, 3000 users in a very short period of time and people liked it. And I started the process of trying to get funds so that I could hire additional engineers and start to make this into something that could really help a lot of people. And that is where I sort of ran into a brick wall. 
maybe not even a brick wall, maybe a concrete wall, honestly. Um, fundraising in the startup world is notoriously frustrating. Uh, and, and I think I honestly maybe misunderstood or underestimated what that was actually going to be like. So since I started this process back in January, I've been rejected countless times from a number of different accelerators and VCs and angel investors and uh, people that are looking, actively looking for projects to fund would look at this project, look at the work that I've done, look at the the audience that I've built with the podcast and say, it's not a good fit or it's not enough or it's not right. And that was fine at first. I expected some degree of frustration and rejection. I expected this to be a long process. However, along the way, it started to eat away at me and started to chip away at my confidence. I started to feel like maybe I'm just not good enough. Maybe I'm just not one of these special people that can accomplish the things that they want. Maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe this isn't going to work. Maybe these investors are right and it's just not a big enough business. Like there, there are all of these things that cross through my mind. And how is it that we deal with rejection? This isn't something that we learn. This is a skill that we should learn that is a skill we should be developing but unfortunately it's something that we just all kind of assume that we know how to do rather than actually tackling it and so what i want to do now is just share with you a few different lessons i've learned along the way things that have helped me to bounce back from those rejections and the first is that rejection can be negative. It can mean something is wrong, something is bad. However, you can still turn it into a positive outcome. You can make a net positive from what is a bad situation. And you do this by trying to find an opportunity to learn. Now that could mean in your situation, it could mean that you got turned down for a job you really wanted. Well, trying to figure out what is it that went wrong? Asking them to actually give you feedback so you better understand where you maybe fell short or where you could have improved. That's how you turn rejection into a positive. That also has the benefit of giving you more control over the situation because part of what makes rejection so hard to deal with is that it's out of your control. Someone else is determining whether or not you're going to be able to do this thing that you really want to do. You can't control what they decide. And so when the decision comes back and it's not in your favor, you feel lost. You feel like you didn't get a say in what happened. However, if you choose to look for the positive, if you look, if you choose to look for opportunities to improve from it, then you can still take control over what happens after the rejection. And that gives you increased sense of confidence and increased ability to continue moving forward. Just that tiny little sense of control over what you can control will get you moving faster than you realize. The other big lesson I learned from dealing with all of these rejections over the last year is that it isn't personal. This isn't about certain people being special or talented or anything like that. Really what this comes down to is advantages and disadvantages. We all have advantages and disadvantages in certain contexts. One of the things I really love, a, a quote or a story that I've heard in the past that really has stuck with me, is this idea that a world-famous neurosurgeon, someone who is 
incredibly well respected in their field incredibly well respected in the the operating room like if you are getting neuro uh, neurosurgery this is the person you want doing the job if someone who works in finance stepped into an operating room that person is useless however if a neurosurgeon stepped into a trading floor the neurosurgeon is useless Value comes from context, and it comes from what advantages and disadvantages you have in that context. So you being passed over, you being rejected, almost has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the context that you're in, the thing you are applying for, the thing you're trying to get, and the advantages and disadvantages you have in relationship to that. The person who makes it to the NBA out of all the millions that try Oftentimes, it's because they have some additional advantage that others just don't. That might be height, that might be speed, that might be jumping power, that might be any number of things. However, it's unlikely that their hard work is what got them there. Yes, they worked hard, but that's barrier to entry. Everyone else they're competing with has also worked equally hard. The thing that got them over the finish line versus someone else was some advantage. Now you can call that advantage talent, you can call it being special, you can call it whatever you want. But for me, thinking of it as advantages, disadvantages, and context is incredibly important. That allows me to recognize, well, I just didn't have an advantage in this situation, but that doesn't mean that I don't have an advantage in this other situation. Those two things are now unrelated. It's far more about the situation I'm in, the advantages I have in that situation, and whether or not I can communicate those advantages rather than, oh, I'm just not special. That's like, it's much harder to learn anything from not being special. So those are the two big things I've learned. And I just wanna leave you with this. If you are in a situation right now where you are putting yourself out there to be rejected, I wanna remind you that rejection is just another step along the way. For you to get that ultimate yes, you need to be rejected along the way. That's what gets you to the yes. That's what gets you to the point of uh, uh, being able to learn from your mistakes, being able to improve in areas that you need to improve in order to become the version of you that's capable of achieving this thing or getting this thing. You have to be rejected along the way and learn from it. So thinking about it as a negative is honestly just going to hold you back. Taking it personally and misunderstanding what's actually happening with your rejection is only going to stop you and delay you from ultimately getting to that yes sooner. So as of this moment, I want to invite you, take rejection lightly to understand that rejection is there to serve you and help you rather than to point at you as a failure. That's just not the case. Rejection is a requirement just like failure is a requirement. And if you choose to learn from it, if you choose to keep moving forward, and if you choose to embrace it as a part of the process, you're going to see a dramatic shift in the way that you approach the things you want in your life. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Greg Clunas. If you're listening to this right now, click the link in the description. That's going to take you to YouTube. Find us and leave a comment. Uh, click subscribe while you're here. If you're watching the video, thank you so much for being here. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And with that said, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take.
every day.